0: That was awkward. Um, I have done a lot of preparation for this show, for tonight's show. And it it nearly didn't um, didn't work, can you believe that? Um, Ooh, the last minute, everything locked up. I was trying to share my screen. I've got quite a lot of facilities going on here. I think you'll see from the screen that I've got a um, smiley face or surgeon mask face I can use. So I've been, as you can see, I've been doing quite a lot of prep work to for this, Uh, and you'll see later on there's also quite a lot of prep work going on. Uh, And I've got the facility to share my screen with other people if you want to come in and talk with me on this. I'm getting it. A bit. I'm getting an echo. I'm getting an echo, um, which is good, isn't it? So that's okay. I'm gonna do something with my okay, so I won't turn off. What's this logo button? Okay. Um, you know so I, I'm not hoping any more I am I getting an echo with is it my speakers? Do I do my speakers? I just my speakers off. Is that helpful? Or is that just me? It's helpful for. Whew. Anyway, technical problems. Very excited about this new software last week. Ramping it up this week. Got extra guests so I can get involved. Sharing my desktop screen. That's where it went wrong. About 15 minutes ago, I tried to share my desktop screen and everything locked. Can't hear properly, Shona. Shona, what about that? because that's my sound going on, which I don't show it, you were here last, in fact, yes, you were here last, it's better, is it? Is it echoing? I can't, uh, I've been a question, can I? That's what i can I? Is it echoing? Is echoing? Anyway, i stressed, have got to calm down. Um, here, okay. um, anyway, I'll arching the desk screen, do later on but you can't hear anything what sorry what is he saying i'll show you what this is uh, uh i've got that screen already right echo, oh, it is echo. <laughs> i tell you what i can go i can hmm, i can get it off and try the microphone again what is this I don't know what, what happened there. to you? <laughs> what happened for you? What was it like for you? I'd like to see it from you from the other side. Um, I. Anyway, is it in fact? Is there any sound? I've lost sound. Have you got sound? Is there sound? Oh my! I should have just gone normal Facebook Live. I don't know what I did. Is the sound working? Shona, you're there. Shona, help me here. Is the sound working? That's better. Well, there you go well, let's go let's go i'm going to get through this because i am dear oh dear I just i mean i put so much prep into this i put all the comments in the not the comments the questions in you know all typed in i typed it all in anyway okay um wow let's get into this we got some questions going on and i've got all the questions while i'm waiting to, while i'm talking I'm going to put that up um, I've got all the questions here, as ever, if there's any questions, oh, oh, God, I could have put that up, all good, yeah, all good now, right, um, what I've got now, where's the questions, so I've got some questions as ever, if there's any questions, um, please ask away, but we've got a question here from someone saying uh, they've got type 2 diabetes, they're on inhalers, they're thinking of having a breast reduction, can they have surgery? yes you can have surgery that's not an, um that when you when you talk about surgery there you talk about absolute and relative contraindications so an absolute contraindication means you absolutely can't have it um you know for whatever reason you can't have it so the, the, those are um relative contraindications rather than absolute contraindications um and Um, so they are important things to flag up and we have to know about stuff like diabetes and asthma. And what I have said is that we need to, um, um, we need to, um, talk to the doctor who's looking after your diabetes and your asthma make sure it's well controlled make sure your diabetes is well controlled we'd have to uh we we'd write to them probably write to those doctors saying you're thinking of having this surgery and we would also write to your gp obviously and let them know if there was anything that could be done to make it better then we would suggest that's done before having surgery because this is elective surgery it's planned surgery doesn't have to be done um or, uh, it certainly doesn't have to be on a certain time so if there's something they can do to optimize your condition or if your diabetes or your uh asthma is particularly bad at the time of surgery we'd probably postpone the surgery so we'd have you in the best physical state from that point of view we'd make sure you're first on the list because of the diabetes because you don't you starve for too long uh, and the other thing we to you about uh, risks uh, depends on how bad your asthma is uh, as to whether there's any risks with sort of chest infections and things uh, but certainly with diabetes, there's an increased risk of infections and wound healing, problems like that. So um, that's something we discuss with you to see whether you want to have surgery, given that there are these increased risks. Uh, but it's, as I say, it's not an absolute contraindication. You can have surgery if you have uh, medical conditions. We have done surgery on people with, with medical conditions, but we have to talk to the doctors who are looking after those medical conditions to make sure they're happy. Talk to you about any complications that uh, might be increased uh, the risk of to see whether you're happy and just do it in the safest possible way. Talk to the anesthetist and and what have you. Um, So that would what we would do in those circumstances. Everything's gone quiet. I hope I've got audio still. Uh, I'm not talking to myself, but I'm going to push on. Um, I should have that thing saying if you can't hear me say something. Um, So I'm assuming it's all working okay. Um, Boom. Having breast reduction. Uh, are the stitches dissolvable can i expect a lot of bruising and um sizing what's the minimum size don't want to be too small um so breast reduction this is um uh yeah stitches are dissolvable yes they're dissolvable so you probably won't see any of the stitches in certain my nice situations sometimes you see the stitch down at the t-junction but stitches are all dissolvable so you don't have, to have any sutures or stitches removed uh bruising can I expect a lot no uh there's not normally a lot of bruising with breast reduction sometimes you get a little bit of bruising around the fold where your bra sits sometimes a little bit of um bruising um laterally uh, on the sides but uh, nothing too drastic um so uh it's not normally a big thing (laughs) And um, sometimes people i shouldn't be laughing at the bruising. I'm not laughing at the bruising. I'm laughing at the, me putting in the comment and share. Uh, there is nothing funny about bruising. Let's be clear about that. Um, sometimes people talk about Arnica. Uh, I don't particularly talk about Arnica. I'm close enough to the mic. Uh, I don't particularly talk about Arnica to my patients. I'm a bit close to the desk. Um, but um, some people say that it is good. I don't think there's any harm in using Arnica um, so but that is something you could consider taking arnica um so um that is something that you could think about but i don't particularly recommend it to patients but if they ask me i say there's no harm in it and some people like it and it gets good so arnica is a possibility if you worry about bruising but bruising is not normally a significant problem sizing minimum what's the minimum size i can't remember how this question went now but um uh, minimum size don't want too small um yeah most people don't want too big uh, when they have a breast reduction broadly speaking the what i try and do is i try that I narrow the breast that's always part of a breast reduction is to narrow the breast because often the breast is too wide and you lift the breast so you move the nipple from a low place to a high place to make the breast sit higher up on the chest and you try and or i try and make the breast um in keeping with your frame uh, and you have to keep a certain amount of volume going to the nipple. So that, that question normally comes when, um, when the um, patient's got very large breasts, and if they want to be very small, that can't happen. Um, that can't happen if you're very big and you want to be very small, because uh, you have to keep a certain amount going to the nipple, and um, that means that... Uh, you have to be a certain size so if you're very big you're still going to be quite big afterwards and that's why we show photos to people in the clinic of what you can expect um, Why about being too small um, yeah i mean to, to be honest you, it's always difficult to say to exactly what your size is going to be because cup size is always a bit unreliable but really what i try and do is give a nice bit of projection to the breast because what you don't want to do because sometimes people who are very big say i want to be a b cup and things like that i think they don't really know what a b cup is um, because um, it is. Hi Sarah, excellent. Uh, I am going to uh, answer that. I shouldn't. Uh, hi Sarah, good to, good to see you. Hi, I'll show you. I, hi Sarah, good to see you. <laughs> this is what you're supposed to do: acknowledge people. Um, I, I do. I'll do you. <laughs> do you in a minute? Um, but I'm just doing this one. Um, that's anyone doing in a minute. Um, so size yeah so what you don't want to do is make them too flat because sometimes people say they've got very big breasts and they want to be like a b cup right you don't really you know if you knew what a b cup was um you probably wouldn't be saying that because it might be have no projection so try and give good projection to the breast make it like a pyramid shape with a nipple at the apex of the breast uh and just try and make it and keep it with your frame rather than going specifically for a cup size um that uh but uh yeah Worry about being too small but you have to tell us where you you know what you worry worried about being too small okay we'll make sure you won't make it too small can't really claudio no way claudio god what are you doing here claudio honest i'm looking over there and there good to see you claudio. i'll tell you what i'm glad you weren't here earlier because i had some all sorts of problems and um claudio um is my cousin hello claudio. um uh you're welcome Shona. Shona I didn't want to say that so yeah so yeah I've answered your question Shona thank you for asking the question but um yeah um lovely to see you Claudia I hope you're well um so Shona yes minimum size don't want to be too small don't to be too big uh yeah try and make it perfect but try and keep it in with the frame make the volume and the projection right uh, oh god Claudia's here um it's a bit stressful this this one um i don't know if this software is good or not I don't know was. right sarah good to see you look at that boom i'm around 18 months post-op now masterpexy my i know master well that's for the viewers at home i suppose my scaring is very good the best scaring is very good and uh scaring scar how do you spell scar scarring too on there anyway, and skin colored if i was using use a should i keep my scars covered 18 months yeah you should be fine now um sarah you i tell you what sarah you are your sky is fantastic um you've got really good scarring sarah i've got it there to the camera which camera you want camera one yeah you should be fine now sarah sarah i've got to say you shouldn't use a sunbed anyway period so sunbeds are not good but now you can use a sunbed and don't have to worry i think what I know what Sarah's alluding to here is the fact when your scars are red, when you first have surgery, if you get a tan on them, you end up with tanned scars, browned, pigmented scars. So you shouldn't get a tan on your scars while they're red and active, which is the first three to six months. I normally say it's variable how long it takes to fade. Sarah, yours have faded perfectly. So you shouldn't use a sunbed in general terms, but specifically for your um, scars, you are fine to use a sunbed now. Yes, you can use a sunbed if that has answered your question but you shouldn't you shouldn't (laughs) medical you know some bits aren't good hi terry big up yourself um so yep and that's 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 good we're cracking on here we're cracking on uh right i'm back on an even keel now i'm I'm assuming the sound's okay i mean i'm assuming that i wouldn't get a big hand from terry if the sound okay terry you tell me if the sound wasn't all right wouldn't you um um I had an or co- this isn't me hold on a minute wait a minute what we got here will they change color and I know they're bad and I know they're bad will they and I know they're bad what's bad oh sunbeds are bad okay um will they change color yeah well um well maybe not they you'll get a tan they will tan. they won't tan as well as i think what you're saying is will my scars tan in the same way my skin will tan they won't i mean your scars are very pale but you can still see them they're actually paler than your normal skin and the when you get a tan they'll still be the same in terms of the scar will still be paler than your normal skin so they will change color in that they will tan but they won't so they but they won't tan to the same level as your normal skin they'll always be a bit paler so yep and then when you lose the tan you'll go back to normal i think i've tackled that one quite uh quite well um that went well so um i had an awkward this is from a patient who was asking me about the auto augmentation technique um yeah thanks Sarah. So. um the first of all, she you said oh, do, 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 are you aware of the auto augmentation mastopexy or 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 um really, technique um there's certain there's a few things people mean by auto augmentation mastopexy uh the um one the true the true auto augmentation mastopexy is for people who have had massive weight loss people have massive weight loss they've got folds of skin on the side um of their breasts and sort of hanging folds in their, in their chest, and you can uh take the skin off those hanging folds. hi, Hannah good to see you uh, uh, um Hannah, I'll come back to that. I think I maybe I don't need good <laughs> <laughs> um so uh yeah that a real true auto augmentation um thing is when you have a massive weight loss big rolls of skin and rather cutting out those rolls of skin and fat you de guys you take the skin off them and just take that fat and you and you put it into the breast to make the breast bigger like uh, uh instead of using an implant um it's sort of okay but it never looks great to be honest you have a pedicle of that skin so you can make the lower pole look boxy of the pedicle the, the bit where that bit of fat is attached um sort of fills into the breast the bottom line is there's not many people who are um candidates for that a true auto augmentation technique what this patient is talking about is something that um involves doing a mastopexy and trying to anchor some of the breast the tissue in the breast higher up in the breast to make it stay there in the upper pole because one of the problems with mastopexy is that the, the when you first have it done there's volume up here and this is where the r- root of my problems came because the reason i'm late tonight um people is that i was trying to share my screen because that is a function i've got on this thing i can share my screen as well as inviting people to to come on with me and like have a split screen but i can share my screen look i'll show you oh i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't mess with these buttons okay I won't miss those buttons, um, But I can share my screen. I can have people on. And that was where it all locked up because I was going to show you a picture of Master Masterpexy, but that might have been, I don't know, maybe that wouldn't have been good for Facebook. So maybe it's just as well that um, it didn't work. But, uh, yep. Oh, boy. Yeah, so the problem with Masterpexy is the fullness in the upper pole settles. And that is the big problem with Masterpexy. It's something I've written about in blog posts and things, and it's something we love to fix to keep the, the volume up in there. The upper pole of the breast to stop, stop it from settling. Uh, and what they talk about with an auto augmentation is using the tissue that's in the breast to push it up into the upper pole. That's not really an auto augmentation because you're still the same size. Augmentation means you're bigger. So if you're just using this, this, if you're just rearranging the tissue in the breast, it's not really augmentation. It's using the same size. So not strictly an auto augmentation technique, but this is what this patient is uh, referring to. And uh, this is what some people, they call it that, but it's not, not, right, not really that. Um, point Point, uh, and then she went on to say that she had it in about three months ago, and the surgeon said that it would give her more stable results than a mastopexy, and it hasn't because it's settled and uh, settled in a bad way because you know the, the fullness has settled, and this is a problem with all mastopexies. And I have to say, if you're just going to stitch it up there, it's just not going to hold, and it will settle. So uh, that is the problem with with any sort of technique. I've just done a blog post about people using meshes and things to try and keep the breast tissue up in a mastopexy the bottom line is there's no good way to keep the breast tissue up in a mastopexy if you use a mastopexy and you're using natural tissue it well in my experience put it like that people obviously have gone on and describing these techniques but they always settle the only real way to get stable fullness is with an implant because the implant doesn't settle it just sort of stays there but you know uh, yeah i mean you have to be bigger and you have the risks of an implant so it's not for everybody but um in my experience that you know there's no sort of holy grail and you've got to be a bit careful when someone says oh, i've got this great technique and they don't do it you know lots of people don't do it and it's really good and come to prague and have it done or something and you think well why don't other people do it you know if it's such a great technique we'd all do it so um it's always a problem with sort of, you know, this sort of so beware that's been helpful to you um um so yeah it has settled yeah it's disappointing but that's yeah um hannah good to see you a long time no see where you're at um hannah has said i hope you're well glad you answered the sunburn question from sarah as it was something i was worried about yes it's almost their first birthday god look at that happy birthday um yes if the scars are now um got sort of paler and gone to the color of your normal skin or actually often they go paler than your normal skin you can get on that sunbed hannah but as previously Set it to sarah they're not good you know that but uh if you have to you can um, as long as their scars aren't red and active um so yeah hopefully that'll be fine lovely to hear from you hello good to see you um or you know see your comment um so um auto augmentation we've done that and we you see look at this are you impressed with all these things i've typed all this out. i still late um my little coin sharing right so um this is it now this is the last i'm going to warn you folks out at home this is the last organic question i've got on my list so if anyone has got a question um please get it in um you know it doesn't have to be a question you it can be comment or share no or share uh please comment and share and and share or share but uh, comments are good questions are good very happy to have some questions got some good comments going on here um, and we've got a comment uh, not quite a comment here we've got a patient here who has come um, to the clinic and they've got a mole on their face and they're worried about the scar very worried about the scar and uh, and asking mainly, uh, really about laser scare, scar removal. Yeah, scar removal, and how long after the uh, having the mole removed can they have laser laser treatment? The bottom line of this is: uh, yes, um, you can have laser scar removal and laser. Well, have I written laser scar removal. I haven't, right. um, well, you, you can't really remove scars. You know, once you've got a scar, you've got a scar is permanent. Um, the, one of the problems with scars is they can be a bit red, but as we just said earlier. Uh, that redness fades usually takes a year or so for that to fade and it fades whatever you do i find that massage helps the redness to fade there are things that other people will talk about like silicone sheets and silicone gel particularly for lumpy uh raised scars um but um they will they will, (laughs) they will um fade over time um whatever you do um number one thing if you're worried about a scar you've got a mole on your face you know a mole is a normal thing a scar is not a normal thing the scar will be red and obvious and more obvious than the mole to start off with but then it will fade over time um and the hope is the scar will be better than the mole but if you're worried if you're not sure i'd always say look, take time have a think about it don't have it done Uh, because once you've had it done the scar's there you know um so um you know you have to think about whether you're having a mole removed because a lot of people say our oh, plastic surgeons are fantastic they don't leave scars the fact is we take a lot of time you know um, perfecting techniques with tissue handling and making sure we give as good as scars as we can and we you know try and get the best scars we possibly can but we still get scars and the problem with the mole is that the mole is in a place and we have to put the scar where the mole is um, when we're making scars on the face if you're doing surgery like a facelift or surgery to the eyes or or the nose we can hide the scar in places that we know will fade well when you've got a mole or a cyst or a lump you have to put the scar where that lump, lump is and the more you don't like the mole it's probably because it's in an obvious place <clears throat> if your mole was in your armpit you probably wouldn't worry about it similarly if you've got a bad scar in your armpit you wouldn't worry about it as much whereas if your goes on your cheek or your tip of your nose or your forehead or some like that, you can be more conscious about it but then the scar is going to be in the same place so um, you have to be way up that con pros and cons for me laser scar removal it's not actually it's not i don't know why i shouldn't have really the scar removal we can't remove scars what lasers can do is they can help them to fade uh, the thing is most scars fade whatever you do so i would say look you know it might help it fade a bit quicker if you're sort of really worried about the scar or you've got you know wedding or something like that but um we don't do laser at the clinic but it's something you could consider but for me the scars fade anyway uh, the patient's asking how long after having a mole move can I have laser scar removal? I give it three to six months minimum, um, and if you're champing at the bit to have it done, the, the laser. And I would say, to be honest with you, six to 12 months to see how it's going to settle on its own. Because you might save yourself the hassle of having a laser scar removal a reduction, I should call it, laser scar reduction, and uh, the potential for complications with um, so, uh, laser scar reduction. So laser scar reduction sounds rubbish. Laser scar removal sounds better. Um So, yeah, you you can certainly have it uh, after three to six months if you want. But I say most scars will fade. But you've really got to question whether you want the uh, surgery at all, because scars are permanent. And um, although they fade pretty well, particularly scars on the face, fortunately, you know, you've got to decide whether that is right for you. Um, Love the new system. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you for that positive feedback. Um, Still... You know, I I love it too, to be quite honest with you. I love this little thing with a little picture and the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) And the comment, um, I'm loving it. And, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time there, but putting all the bits in. Sorry about the late start because of the desktop screen issues. I'm going to practice some, and you can practice on this, which you can't do on Facebook Live. So I'll get a bit of practicing on in a week, which is something for me to look forward to, get that in the diary so I can get my screen shares working we could all also potentially have some sharing, you know, I don't know how that would work. You'd be at home, you know, on your computer and talking to me directly. Is that a good thing? I don't know. Um, I'm happy to give it a go if you're up for it. Um, but that's yeah. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Terry. Claudio. I don't know if you're still there. Great to see you. Thank you, Shona. Um, i hope i't missed anyone anyone who's been involved in tonight's production and i am gonna um, i am gonna check myself out of this um, party do not forget every Tuesday at 7 p.m I'm here 7 p.m ish I was would have been bang on today if it wasn't for my screen locking um thank you all if I hope there's nothing i missed this surely I can't miss on these ones and uh it's been emotional and thank you so much and oh antonietta's here lovely to see you lovely to see you big hand to yourself antonietta uh don't know if you saw claudio earlier that's my cousin um um so yeah lovely to see your uh family and friends <laughs> and i'm i'm, I'm out of here so um thank you and good night a question not covered in today's show, then send it over to info at using the hashtag #AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.